Using LinkedIn, I've closed multiple six-figure deals, secured high-paying jobs, and built an effective personal brand on the platform. Now, today I'm gonna to teach you my top tips for using LinkedIn and how to effectively optimize your profile for the highest chances of success when using the platform. So if you're a business owner, maybe you're looking for a new job, or you even just wanna build a personal brand on LinkedIn, then this video is for you. Now, before we jump onto the Mac, we're gonna go through some quick statistics. For those of you that are unsure whether you should invest your time in LinkedIn in 2021, is it still a platform that's even worth using? As of today, LinkedIn have 722 million users. Now, to put that into context, Instagram have 1 billion and Facebook have 2.7 billion. So it's not the biggest social media platform in the world, but with a focus on business users, it's an audience worth noticing. Now, 40 million people look for a new job on LinkedIn every single week. So if your company is hiring, your LinkedIn page could be a great source of traffic for new employees. And obviously we cannot do physical screening right now in person and so online tools are even more important. And 81% of talent professionals have said that virtual screening will continue after the pandemic. Now it's because of this that free people are hired using LinkedIn every single minute from the 55 million companies that are using the platform. So it's safe to say that LinkedIn is a very effective business tool, but before we use it, we need to establish why it is we want to be on the platform in the first place. Are we trying to look for a job? Are we trying to sell our products or services and reach out to new potential customers? Or are we just trying to network and build a personal brand? You need to figure out why you want to use it in the first place so you can cater your profile to that reason and make sure you have the highest chances of success on the platform. So think about that before we now turn around, go onto the Mac and I'll show you my best LinkedIn tips on how to optimize your profile. Okay, so let's jump straight into how to optimize your LinkedIn profile and leave the best first impression with your potential customers. Now, what I'm not gonna do is show you how to create an account because it's super easy, it's a waste of both of our time. Go over to linkedin.com, hit sign up, put in your name, your email address, a few other details, and you'll create an account. What I am gonna do is go from the top to the bottom of my profile and show you all the things that you need to make sure you have in play and some of the best practices as well. So we'll start from the top. First thing we need to highlight is our cover photo or our background image. You wanna make sure this is something relevant to you. This is you doing what you do best, okay? Fulfilling a service or showing your product. Something relevant to what you're trying to achieve from this profile. If you don't have any personal images, go over to linkedinbackground.com. There's a link in the description and you can use a ton of different stock images relevant to your business, but just make sure you have one on there so your profile does not look incomplete. This is just me at a social media seminar teaching some people about Facebook ads and web-based funnels. We then have our profile image and this ideally wants to be a professional headshot. It doesn't actually have to be professional from a photographer. You can use a smartphone because they all have great cameras these days and you can get your partner even to take a picture of you in front of a wall, a plain wall, ideally white, or it can be a colored wall, just no fancy uh, wallpapers unless it's relevant to your brand. When we're doing anything, uploading any profile pictures or any cover photos on any of our social media platforms, we need to make sure that they are continuous with our brand, okay? They're the right color scheme. And so when someone goes on our website and they go on our social media, they can see that that brand has been followed across and it just builds a better image. And again, a stronger lasting impression with our potential customers. We then obviously have our name, make sure that's correct, and our subtitle. So here I say, 
I help business owners, or here I have, I help business owners find success using social media. So we're directly calling out to exactly what we do. We want this to be keyword rich, uh, rich so people, when people search us, they will be able to find us ideally. So if someone puts social media, for example, um, or success, um, but it needs to highlight exactly who you are and what you do. So I have three companies, two training businesses and one online um, digital marketing agency, both of which help business owners find success using social media. So that summarizes absolutely everything I do. And for my potential customers, they'll be able to tell that straight away. Then have our location set, be as specific as possible with your location. And then moving down, we have our about section or our bio. Now, it's really key in here. There's an age-old debate between um, first-person writing and second-person writing, or first-person writing and third-person writing, I should say. First-person is when we're writing about ourselves, so I am the founder of Affluent.co, or third-person is Jordan Platten is the founder of Affluent.co, okay? So we're writing about someone else. Now, um, it's a bit ironic because mine is third-person. This was actually written by a member of our team, so of course it would be third-person, but people these days tend to lean towards first person more because it's more personal and you're reaching out to your audience directly. You're almost speaking to your audience when you're explaining who you are and what you do. Third person is more so for the corporate world and more professional based profiles, but it really does not make, it's not going to be the difference between someone responding positively to an inquiry or a sales inquiry or negatively. Okay. It's really personal preference and what you like best third or first person. But if you are a customer facing business, you want to call out directly to your audience, you're going to be selling on the platform actively, then first person in this day and age is probably going to convert a bit better for you. So we probably need to change this. Um, but, but you always should be able to explain who you are and what you do in your businesses in two paragraphs maximum. Make sure you put your extra social links in there as well, because if you have a following on any other platform or you provide content on any other platform, people can then find out about that and see that content. But you should not put any more than two paragraphs in your bio. If not, then you're just rambling and there's unnecessary noise inside there. So get straight to the point and explain who you are, what you do and who you do it for. Going down, well, we can see this is an all-star profile on LinkedIn, um, which basically just means we've got this profile filled in correctly. I've had this profile for quite a long time, and I used to use this in an old sales-based role, which you'll see in a moment. We used to sell non-stop on LinkedIn all day, every day, pretty much every day of the week. Um, so it was pretty pretty full-on, but I learned a lot about the platform and how to best utilize it. I'm heavily zoomed in right now, so you can see everything. This is not normally how your profile will look. We'll come back to activity, because this is something important to highlight. We want to go down to experience. Now, what you need to do here is you need to make sure you have all your relevant job experience. And I say relevant because it needs to be relevant to what you are trying to achieve right now in business and who you are trying to reach out to. You don't need to put your your paper round job when you're 12 years old or the restaurants that you used to work at. I don't have all the restaurants I used to work at. I don't have the Apple store from when I used to sell iPhones and iPads. I don't need to have that. It's not relevant to what I'm trying to achieve right now. And so I only have job roles which are relevant to everything I'm doing. So I have a events manager for a nightclub business. I used to run an events business and uh, yeah, it taught me a lot about conversing with people and it was my first entry to sales. And then have business development executive at an advertising company. Again, building that weight behind the marketing agency that we have. This is where I use LinkedIn a hell of a lot. We used to reach out to multi-million pound companies just on LinkedIn. Their CEOs and managing directors. I met the managing director of Universal Studios and the creative director just through outreaching on LinkedIn alone. I actually have a video uh, on my YouTube channel. Don't watch it right now, but I'll put a link somewhere. You can watch it after this where I actually go through uh, the kind of outreach I used to use within that sales role. 
number one business development manager, and then we're going up to our actual jobs that we have uh, now, or businesses that we have now, I should say. Now, when you have all of these listed, make sure they are actually linked to a business profile, okay, or a business page, because you don't want this to be um, when somebody clicks on this company page, it doesn't go through to anything, okay? It needs to have an actual company profile, so there's the credibility there, and people can see exactly who it is you're working for or what your company actually does, okay, because you've got a well-filled-in profile. Let's go back to mine. Um, so if we scroll down from here, again, the, the, just another thing to highlight on here, we need to make sure we have a very simple but to the point description of your business, if it's your business, and for any previous job roles, explain exactly what you did specifically. So again, any of your potential customers can see uh, what you did at those roles and your, your previous experience, which again will back up and build credibility to your outreach. We then have education. Now, this doesn't matter if it's not relevant. All education is good to put in here. At some kind of high-level education, you don't need to put your GCSEs if you're from the UK or the equivalent if you're abroad. It doesn't really matter what you did at a high school level in this day and age, but it does matter if anything you did outside of that level. So any college or degrees, anything from university or higher education, extracurriculum stuff, add that in here. I went to university, I studied architecture. So I've got a certificate of higher education in architecture. Even though it's not relevant to what I've got, it just builds that well-rounded profile and shows you're an educated person. So put that in there if you have that. Not that going to university means you're an educated person because this day and age, it really doesn't. <laughs> um, licenses and certifications. So again, I've got first aid at work here. Um, actually expired in April 2019, so don't anybody be keeling over on me. Um, and again, I've got my certificate in higher education. But again, anything that you have in there, any certificate or certifications, put them on there. For example, if you join the Affluent Academy, our training business for agency owners, or you enrolled in any of our Learn Ads programs, our Learn Ads Pro programs, then you will be presented with with a, with a certificate when you completed that course. So you could put in learn ads and you could learn about one of our Facebook ads courses. And in here you could put Facebook ad pro, okay? Because you went through our Facebook ad pro course and you got a certificate at the end of that. You can put your issue date and your serial number, which is on the end of your certificate. We don't give certificates to anyone in our free training because you haven't gone through absolutely all there is to learn about Facebook ads. So if you want a certificate, you want a bit of uh, a certification on there, which is validated by the CPD, which is a global institution that certifies and accredits online training programs, then you need to be in our pro training. Anyway, enough of that. Skills and endorsements. So this is where we can add anything that we are good at, all of our skills, okay? It's pretty straight to the point and self-explanatory, this one. So we can hit add a new skill and we can type in any skills which are relevant to what we're trying to achieve right now. I've got a ton on here, uh, which are from previous job roles, and you can see we've got a ton of endorsements as well. Now, an endorsement just means that someone is validating that you are who you say you are, and you can do what you're saying you can do. So once you actually add all of your... Um, skills on here. You could send a message to a couple of friends or your colleagues or all around the office and basically say, hey, look, would you be up for endorsing me on LinkedIn? And in return, I'll endorse you. So it's a like for like. Someone, you get some endorsements, they get an endorsement as well. And you're both building more credibility on your page. But it's a really good thing to have. And when, again, you're doing outreach and someone visits your profile, it validates that you are who you say you are and you can do what you say you can do. Going down from there, we have recommendations. So here, this is just a way of people leaving reviews on your profile. I don't actually have any relevant reviews to what I'm achieving right now, but all reviews or recommendations are a testament to your character, and even if that's based on projects you've done before. Like we have the creative director of Universal Studios here, George Walker, great person to work with. And that's a big, credible person, which is validating that I conducted a really great project with them. And any recommendation you can get from anyone, even if it's an old boss that you have from an old job that you used to get on with, send them a message. Get them to put a review in there for you because it's just going to, 
It's just going to, again, build a well-rounded profile and uh, give you more credibility. So again, do the same thing. Follow the same principle as uh, endorsements here. Send a message to people, all of your colleagues, all of your friends, and say, I'll leave a recommendation for you if you you can leave a recommendation for me. You can hit this Ask a Recommendation button here, and it'll literally send an invitation for you to whoever you want to send it to. So that's that. And then finally on our profile, we have interests. So you want to make sure these are relevant interests. These are kind of interests that I had when I was using LinkedIn a lot more in the construction industry. Um, but uh, this, what this does is it allows your prospects when they come over to your profile to see what you are interested in, what kind of pages you like, what kind of groups you are into. And so make sure these are relevant to, to your business industry. This is uh, The reason I haven't updated this is because it's not so important for me anymore. I have a well-rounded profile. But for a beginner, it's really nice to have relevant interests in there when you don't have existing... Uh, you don't have existing connections, for example, because this is what's going to validate your profile, and this is what's going to going to going to um, assert that you are uh, somebody who is genuinely interested in what you're actually trying to achieve on the platform, whether that's selling your products or your services or expanding your business. So that is how to build a well-rounded profile on LinkedIn. Really simple. It doesn't have to be complicated. Just make sure you get straight to the point. There's no fluff on here. And most importantly, it's genuine and honest. Okay, everything on here, no lies whatsoever. Don't bother putting, I'm featured in Forbes, and I'm a best-selling author, and I'm this, that, and the other, because that kind of thing doesn't really wash in your subtitle these days, okay? Because everybody these days is a best-selling author. It's not hard to get a best-selling author badge on Amazon. And so uh, I think people were starting to get wise for that. So shy away from doing that and just offer out genuine value. Offer out or mention exactly who you are, who you're trying to reach out to and what you are trying to do for that person. Why should that they should accept your connection request or accept your sales message. Now talking of connection requests, I'll go over to my network. And what I'll do is I'll just show you here. Um, so this is where we see our invitations. And we see we've got 1,493 invitations right now. So we get a lot every day. And our team actually go through this and accept people. Because um, they look at everyone's profile and just see, okay, is this someone we want to accept? Now, the way that LinkedIn works, a lot of people have this wrong. You don't just want to accept everyone you can on LinkedIn. Having loads of followers on LinkedIn doesn't matter. No one cares about it. There aren't LinkedIn influencers, although they kind of are people who feel like there are, but it's not that kind of a profile. It's a professional profile for networking with people you genuinely want to network with. So don't go around and either want your profile just trying to add as many people as you possibly can. It's not going to go well for you. You just want to make sure you're adding people who you actually want to network or you already know. So people who are relevant to you and people you have a genuine interest in. And if you are putting in a, a, a connection request in there, put a personal message. If I ever look at my connection request, to be honest, because I don't have the time to go through every profile, I just accept everybody that puts a personal message in there. Okay, It says to me that they definitely or they personally want to reach out to me. They haven't just spammed my profile or anyone in the marketing industry and tried to accept me. Tried to add me, sorry. So... All of you guys who are just accepted, <laughs> welcome to the clan. Apologies if any of you have been waiting for a long time to, to get accepted. Sometimes people slip through the net, but we are getting a lot on a daily basis. The team do try and keep on top of this, but it's not something which is high up on the priority list. So if you are waiting on an exception, you want to be accepted on LinkedIn, then drop me over an email and I'll make sure someone accepts you. Um, but yeah, we go through this one by one and you should do exactly the same thing. Look and make sure the people that are trying to add you are relevant to what you're trying to achieve on the platform itself. Or you want to gain value from what posts they could be potentially putting out there as well. 
So there are a couple of things to take into consideration. We won't go on messaging or jobs or anything like that for now because we are going to be doing a bit of a LinkedIn series. I do already have a video which is going through how to sell on LinkedIn. So you can go watch that after this. Um, but we are going to be going through other areas of LinkedIn later on in future videos. But for now, we're just going to keep it to the profile itself. Uh, but one final thing I do want to go through is activity. And it's actually posts you can put out on your LinkedIn. You put a post out by going on home and starting a post. Very similar to any other social media platform. But if I go back over to the profile itself, and I show you the post that we've put out. So if I go and see all activity. Now, what's key on LinkedIn, and one of the big mistakes people make, is they try and sell through their posts, okay? They put a little post out there, put a tiny bit of value, and at the end, they have a call to action for some people to direct message them. Don't bother doing that. LinkedIn is a platform or the kind of platform where you build authority through value. Just put out advice in your industry, uh, give out free value, strive to do what we do and give more away for free than your competitors have them, your customers pay for. It's not actually how we say it. Give more away for free than others have you pay for. But technically, it's giving more away for free than your competitors have you pay for. Anyway, irrelevant. So yeah, just provide value. Make sure that you're not asking for anything in return. You can share client results, so you can do a bit of... A, a bit of a bit of ego building on there, okay? This all helps, okay? So for example, for our agency, we do share our client results in here. Make sure you put a watermark so no one steals them. But again, we're not actually trying to sell from this. If somebody wants to message us on the back of this, they can. So we're not being a leech on the newsfeed and nobody likes that, okay? Your profile will get downranked. Your, your post won't show up on the newsfeed as much and you'll just leave a sour taste in the eyes of, or the mouth of your potential customers. So just give value away. And don't ask for anything in return and business will come to you. Trust me, that's always how it works. Lead with value first and then follow with sales. If you've got a, a solid foundation of posts on your page, when you do go to outreach to people, when you do go to sell to somebody in messages on direct messages, um, then when they look at your profile and they see that you're just providing value out there, they're going to have a good first impression of you and be much more likely to respond positively. You can always you can um, also add posts onto your business page as well. So for example, on affluent.co, we're regularly sharing content on there as well. Okay, lots of the same content. But again, if somebody wants to look at the, the business profile, they can see that we're building this brand on LinkedIn at the same time. And that builds a well-rounded brand for your company and ultimately leads to high success and conversion rates on the platform. So I think that's pretty much everything I want to go through today on building your profile. It's enough to, to get you stuck in with and for you to take action on. We are going to, again, be creating more videos in the future on LinkedIn. But for now, that's how to optimize your LinkedIn profile. Let's turn around to the other camera. Okay, so that is the end of this video today. I hope you have enjoyed it. Please do comment down below with your best tips for using LinkedIn. What are the best things that you have achieved in using the platform and things you have learned along the way? Let's all muck in and help each other out. As I said earlier, we also have a sales-based LinkedIn video. I'll put a link somewhere around this video. Make sure you go and watch that after this one if you want to learn how to sell your products and services using the LinkedIn platform. I'm sure we're going to make more LinkedIn videos in the future depending on how this video goes. So yeah. Hope you have enjoyed it. Make sure you're subscribed with your notification bell turned on and I'll see you all very, very soon. Cheers.